It's raining Jimbo's from out in the sky. Jimbo's, no need to ask why. Just open your wallet and close your eyes. It's raining Jimbo's. It's raining Jimbo's. Hello, howdy, and welcome back to We've Never Been Clicked. This is Cuppy Cup, and I am joined, as usual, by Jimmy Guards and Mr. J. Arnold. Hey, yo. It feels like a long time since we've uh, done an episode, but I guess it's only been two weeks or so. Yeah. Uh, what have y'all been up to? Next year, I decided we should take two bye weeks, right? Because we have two bye weeks next year, so we might as well get used to it this year. Yeah, it's kind of nice, especially after the, after the Auburn loss. Uh, we got to decompress a little bit. so And then uh, came, came away with a win last weekend, so everything's rosy. I was literally licking my wounds last week, so we could uh, we could not we could not record an episode. Yeah, I think we were all sick, right? That was the what we were going with. I don't know. I was turning my house into a casino because we've been having a a cat burglar has been working their way through my neighborhood. Uh-huh. That's fair. Yeah. Camera so installation. I, I spend twenty hours a day monitoring my cameras. What you should do is just set up booby traps like Home Alone. Oh, trust me, it's <laughs> it's not far from that right now. Nah. The uh, yeah, it's it's actually kind of sad. Make but sure you like put out Legos under the windows. It's very similar to Sliver, which uh, but less sexy. Jay, that might be before your time. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. <laughs> it was a Sharon Stone movie that followed up Basic Instinct. I am a big Sharon Stone fan. Well, there you go. All right, liberal. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> that's that's the first thing that pops in my head when anyone mentions any celebrities, their political good. affiliation. Yeah, good, good correlation there. <laughs> Thank you. So we did skip. Does anyone have any comments on Auburn, or are we just pretending that didn't happen? Yeah, let's pretend it didn't happen. I like that plan. I've already that, forgotten about it. It was – that was like uh, – I know people like to bring up Sumlin – in making comparisons that make Jimbo look good, but that certainly felt very familiar uh, to, to what we've seen in past seasons. So, well, well it's, it's weird. I mean, it, football's a strange game. There's a lot of times when uh, you play a great football game and I, I, let me preface this by saying A&M did not play a great football game. They certainly played well enough to win that football game. They pretty much dominated it for 50 minutes. And then the, uh, just blew it. And then sometimes you're on the other side of that. And that sounds very trite and cliche, but <laughs> that's how I've made my peace with it now that we're about 10 days removed. Yeah. And we've been on the other side of it this season. It hasn't been maybe the magnitude of collapse, but there were a lot of games we could have lost that we ended up winning. So that's a nice thing. Absolutely. I, mean, I thought Ole Miss was going to beat us, but you know, I'm, I'm pretty pessimistic, I suppose. Yeah, I think uh, I think we all have that going for us. <laughs> Jay thinks we're going to lose the UAB, but we'll, we will get into that shortly, um, whether that's true or not. What did, what did you think about the Ole Miss game? So it was, again, kind of a frustrating game for uh, maybe three quarters, and then we, we actually kind of turned on the Jets and put the game away. Yeah, I mean, we struggled there for the first half, Uh Ole Miss had a great offense going into that game. We expected Jordan Ta'amu to have a good game. You know, I, I think that their receiving core there at Ole Miss, A.J. Brown, Demarcus Lodge, was a, was a terrible matchup. 
for our defensive backs, and that ended up showing for the first half. But uh, in, in the end, at the end of the game, the Ole Miss offense had only put up 17 points, which for the way our secondaries played all year, I, I was actually impressed with that performance. Yeah, I agree. It uh, it didn't look pretty along the way, but if you go back and look at the box score, and I know the stats don't tell everything, but it was another one of those games where, well, like Auburn could have turned into this score, like 38-24, and like Jay said, the, the Ole Miss offense only put up 17 points, which is uh, very impressive. I mean, they're pretty high-powered, and um, – everyone was dragging the secondary and they did have some frustrating collapses and um, some missed tackles. But the impressive things on the defensive side of the ball is Ole Miss was only one for 11 on third downs, um, only limited or only had 67 yards rushing. And then on the offensive side of the ball, people wanted, you know, Kellen Mond to get the hook and Kellen Mond went 19 for 28, which is a pretty good completion percentage for him. Um, did some nice things, uh, three touchdowns. Um, he had a pick. It was just a, we saw the recurring themes of this season kind of pop up with A&M controlled the time of possession, had the ball for almost two thirds of the game, uh, won the yardage battle, won the first down battle, and of course lost the turnover battle. So it's like, it's these things where start taking care of the football, start forcing more turnovers and I think we start dominating a lot of the teams on the bottom half of the conference um, instead of these kind of ugly ways to make, make the sausage, so to speak. But, um, yeah, it's for how angry Aggies can get online during a game, uh, once the whole 60 minutes was played, that was a pretty well-controlled game by, um, by the home team, by our beloved Texas Ags. Yeah, and I, I think uh, another thing to talk about with the offense was we saw Travion Williams get the ball 31 times. Beast. 31 times on the ground. And, uh, I love that. Yeah, I think that's the thing that a lot of people complained about against Auburn is why did we go away from the run? You, you didn't see that here against Ole Miss. So we saw what was successful, 220 yards on the ground with Travion, 31 carries. I think you keep going back to that as much as you can. Absolutely. It's uh... – that's pretty old school type football. It's the, it's the football I love where you got your workhorse running back, your, your star, and you just keep feeding him and let him get into a rhythm. It's so rare that a, uh, a star back gets 31 carries in a game anymore and made 228 yards rushing. What more can you say about the guys? Been one of the best backs probably at A&M in the last 25 plus years. 31 carries with a 7.4 yard average is erotic. That'll do. That uh, that would get Brett Bielema going for sure. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The uh, Jimmy, you kind of mentioned the MO of the season. Don't forget the targeting penalty with like three-tenths of a second left. Or of course. <laughs> of course there has to be a targeting penalty. We, <laughs> I mean, if we're going to force a turnover, which the defense did, and the crowd, like, I mean, kudos to the crowd. They, like, ironically went – wild over that turnover because we've seen just a few of them all year uh of course we gotta you know if there's a turnover there's got to be a uh, targeting penalty to go alongside of it and we are bowl bound everyone's excited <gasps> bowl eligible hey copy i was thinking to uh reward our 
listeners with the bowl eligibility just as as part celebration i think you're gonna have to weave in some raining jimbos people have been oh, asking, a, right? <laughs> i thought you were gonna suggest cash gifts <laughs> draining <laughs> raining jimbos is much easier I'm I'm very excited of the pro, at the prospect of playing in either Shreveport or Birmingham for a bowl game. <laughs> uh, oh gosh! I, I actually think we should team up, Good Bull Hunting, in the other ninety-eight, and submit a joint request for uh, credentials. That's a good idea. Um, like three uh, credentials. Obviously, neither one of us was the people that got kicked out of the press box for a noise complaint. <laughs> Did anyone ever find out who that was? No, but I, I'm very curious to find out. I saw um, – who are our beat writers? Brent Zwerneman. He said that uh, it was an Ole Miss fan who just kind of walked into the press box with his family and started cheering. And then Alan Cannon, the uh, award-winning SID for A&M, had to get him escorted out. Old man huh? Cannon, who's probably he probably doesn't have an email address and doesn't get online. Well, <laughs> that's right. That's a, that's a topic of debate. Favor. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, good goodness. We're still working on that, so I'm not going. The other guy, uh, I don't think likes me. Brad Marquardt. I don't think that guy likes me at all. Oh, for sure he doesn't. It's. Huh. I think it's because I make fun of how nice Aggies are. <laughs> Seems a beast yeah, contentious. I think, I think <laughs> with that on, online this week, <laughs> push, push some buttons with like the tamest, most vanilla joke I've ever made. <laughs> oh goodness! So I was funny. like, oh, how can I use this terrible meme? Which is pretty much how I approach all of my online behavior. No. Um, oh yeah, well. The, the press box thing was amusing, just because. I feel like this happens quite often where drunk fans wind up in the press box. Mm -hmm. <laughs> You'd think in 2018, it'd be a little bit more secure. And you hear stories about that all the time in college football of a fan just kind of wandering around in there. No, the, the best story I think is from the Bahamas bowl where a fan of the university of Ohio said they just let fans walk into the locker room. <laughs> there was nothing resembling security at the Bahamas bowl. Everybody running up and down the track around the field, taking pictures with the security guards. Uh, Apparently that, that is my ideal bowl experience. That is so true. They, you know, bowl Brain games in general, they do not care. They, yeah. there's like no oversight. Everyone gets a credential. We have knock on wood. We've never been turned down for a bowl bowl game credential. They're just looking for any publicity they can possibly drum up no matter who's asking for it. Yeah, um, I mean, most of these bowl games really only have, like, two full-time staff people that work on it year-round, and the rest is just, like, contract labor and volunteers. So it's very Wild West. Um. <laughs> and then they, like, the they'll, uh, they'll pay, like, the venue management team. So when it's in Houston, it's, like, there's the Houston Texans, and I think some of their staffers help out a little bit. And then they also have the NRG Stadium staff. So it's it's this kind of patchwork staff, and no one cares at all unless they're alums of the schools that are playing. Yeah, uh, so I, it's just I the think, Wild West. I think getting credentialed for Texas high school football games is actually more difficult than getting credentialed for bowl games at this point. Sounds about right. We'll, yeah. we'll get we'll get rejected across the board this season. I just like <laughs> picturing the Bahamas Bowl being like, "Hey, we're on island time, man!" Like people walking <laughs> around locker rooms, like we don't have a clock. <laughs> like, we're, we're playing. I would totally go to that. Do, 
is does the SEC have any affiliation with yeah, that? Yeah, that's conference? what I'm saying. A&M should actually join the MAC for a season just yes. so we can we can go to the Bahamas Bowl. And we can win nine games. And we can play midweek games too. Hey, I'm just I'm just saying. That all sounds great, Jay. I like it. Speaking of the MAC, I don't think UAB is in the MAC, but they're certainly not in a good conference. They're um, in the Southern MAC. Conference Southern, USA. The Southern MAC. McDonald's always customizing their menu for local tastes. The um, what do you think of UAB? I'm scared when I see they're ranked 25th, and obviously, I assume we're going to have a a very difficult time. But I I believe gambling gym. We have uh, like a we're like a 15 point favorite. Yes, it's been moving around. I actually, I think it might be down to like 13 and a half. Uh, wait, no, it. I think it's 16. Jeez, are you moving it? Yes, I. I mean, our Milskis. We've been known. We're market makers, so <laughs> let's just say um, we're diversified. That when we make some moves with some Amazon stock, it. it uh, you'll see the stock market fluctuate. And when I came in hard on A and M, you saw that line move from fourteen to sixteen in favor of the ag. So stick with me, kids. This is going to be a a derail, but. Since you mentioned Amazon, I love following all the backlash to HQ2 in Arlington and, and in Queens. Like <laughs> everyone was so desperate, like so thirsty for a headquarters. I know. And then, then they pick it and it's like buyer's remorse immediately out of the gate. Like they're like, what the hell did we do? Isn't that just perfect like online these days? I mean, it's just yeah, it's human good, nature. It's Terrible. It's a summary for this this 24 hour a day news cycle hell that we live in. Yeah. Be totally outraged at Amazon and continue to shop, shop on it every day till you die. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we were pretty much accepted <laughs> them as our new overlord. So it's only a matter of time. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. I got, uh, I got turned down for a warehouse job at Amazon in, uh, 1999 whoa were they just like a book company then i'm I'm still holding that grudge they're like the ad said that they needed basically any warm body for the christmas season and i was like oh i'm a i'm a warm body and then they took one look at me they're like eh not not sure this is gonna work out kid you're a little too (laughs) warm of a body (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Oh shoot. Yeah. I'm that was fat. Thank you. <laughs> well, there it is. There Thanks it for is. coming. So, <laughs> but back to UAB. JD, you work for a, a website that's trying to be legitimate in some way. In some ways. I mean Have I did you... release a power ranking of dragons today, so that power ranking was total garbage. Well, that's just like your opinion, man. If I get to Hot Reels tonight, it's going to be a Trogdor Hot Reels for sure. Oh, I'm I'm very excited for that. Yeah, it's uh, I mean number nine. That's ridiculous. Here's the problem: Trogdor is limited by his man part of the of the Dragon Man uh, the biceps. Yeah, I just intimidated. Look, I'm I'm more of a uh, more of a non biceps guy. There, I, I think it should a, have been more <laughs> on the triceps. Instead. A dragon purist. Yeah. That's fine. I don't think I don't think the dragon actually possesses a biceps muscle, so you know it, you had to take off points for that. 
Did you it, ever? It was still, it was still had a toothless and a Komodo dragon. Which, by the way, if you want to look up some disgusting facts, uh, Komodo dragons pretty awful creatures. Mm. Hmm. They have one at the Houston Zoo. The uh, I think you're too young, Jay. But if you ever played Peasants Quest, which was Homestar Runners uh, King's Quest parody game, you would have had Trogdor so much higher. Uh, you're, you're probably right. Yeah. You're you're terrible at ranking things. Well, again, that's just, <laughs> just an opinion. opinion. Yeah. Uh, so, but, so what's your anyway, take on on UAB? Are we going to win this game by sixteen points? I think it's going to be close, mm-hmm. closer than people want it to be. I I think we're going to pull away in the fourth quarter. Uh, here's the deal: UAB has an incredible defense for Why? the for the conference they're in. Doesn't make any uh, sense. They didn't have a football team like six months ago. Well, exactly. They were able to fight off death, so they can clearly <laughs> defend against anything. Uh, <laughs> but they they came back in 2017 after shutting down the program in 2014. Uh, 15 and 16 were off, and then 2017 they come back and they actually were the other team that played in that Bahamas Bowl that we talked about. Mm. Yeah. So uh, you know that was that was a pretty interesting. Pretty interesting story that I got to write about this week. Uh, Bill Clark, who had an opportunity to take another job after the UAB program shut down, actually chose to stick with him. I uh, believe that his journey there wasn't done. And uh, he's got he, this program. Wait, wait, wait. He coached their non-existent team for a couple of years? So what happened is in 2015, uh, they reinstated the program during the summer. And they started training the like I mean they started practicing. They had like a full practice in twenty fifteen. Like they were going through spring ball basically. Okay. And he coached the team. They had thirty three athletes, I think. And of those thirty three, twenty were on scholarship. Or twenty were walk ons actually. I had that backwards. So, so they never like completely died. They always had players. Well, they they were dead for a solid six months, I think. They so they're like of, they lost a lot to transfers because, like, they yeah. I mean they were disbanding, and then I think the NCAA just like guys uh, play right away, and yeah, so they lost a lot of transfers. Uh, and also, you had uh, to, the first guy that comes to mind for me was uh, Jordan Howard, uh, transferred from UAB to Indiana. And got drafted by the Bears and is having a pretty successful NFL career right now. Mm. But anyway, this this UAB team is, I mean, other than an early season stumble against Coastal Carolina, they've played great football. You know, they've had some tough games. They beat a North Texas team that blew out Arkansas. They beat a Louisiana Tech team that hung tough with Louisiana State. You know, they've, they've beat some decent, if not good, teams. And I think they're going to present a challenge for a and in the first half of this game into the third quarter. I just think that at the end of the game, A&M has too much talent and depth and they'll start to pull away, but they're going to make it interesting for a while. If UAB pulls off the upset at Cowfield, how loud will the uh, fire Jimbo megaphone be? Uh, not very. They're a ranked team. It's not an upset, right? That's what yeah, we're gonna not, say. not an upset. We're I love that. Yeah, we're actually oh, trying to upset them. I don't think anyone anyone <laughs> is really going to call for the firing until next season. No, you you get you get a one year grace period. I think. Yeah. 
Look, Jay, there's only one Alabama we get moral victories against, and it's not the one playing on uh, Saturday night. <laughs> Look, uh, it would be a moral victory to be part of a great story in a way. Mm. And so, uh, you know, kind of like uh, – it's kind of like how uh, – there's always got to be a bad guy in the story. You know, you want to be the, uh, the Johnny to, uh, to uh, the character in Karate Kid. I'm forgetting these names now. I had a really yeah. good uh, – a really Daniel, good – To Danielson? Yeah, to Danielson. You know, somebody's got to be the Johnny. And if we have to be the Johnny, so be it. We have a okay. Johnny thing over here. Exactly. We have a Johnny, a Johnny complex. <laughs> yeah, they're – there absolutely is a Johnny complex. Oh, good times. So hopefully we'll, uh, we'll win. The concessions will be flowing. The $12 hot chocolates will be um, pouring down our throats. The Sorry, only place graphic. that charges more for hot chocolate than Starbucks is Kyle Field. <laughs> uh, you can get a, a pretty good hot chocolate at Starbucks for like five fifty. Not bad. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With some drizzle, some whipped cream, lots of sugar. Anyway. Sounds delicious. I've got not a lot on UAB. I just know that they're ranked and that they're dragons. Uh, They're dragons that are back from the dead, which reminds me of Game of Thrones, which will be back in April. Speaking Mm. of back from the dead, also missed the season. Oh, yeah. Good point. I mean, they skipped a year. Oh, that's true. It's a good parallel. That would have been good Hot Reels um, knowledge. Well. Thank you. You're getting a lot of dragons in there. They do have a zombie dragon, right? The one that uh, the white Act of football. uh, Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. People haven't seen the newest, the the latest season, which was. Yeah, but the people who haven't seen it are people like Jimmy who are disgusted by the whole premise. I hate all that science fiction shit. Uh, Is it science fiction or is it fantasy? It's fantasy. Potato, potato. Um, (laughs) So I take it you also don't like The Day After Tomorrow science fiction. One of the best movies of all time. That's You would be correct. (laughs) You've been following whatever String says his current Twitter handle is. (laughs) Uh, Look, I I was a Day After Tomorrow fan long before I followed String says on Twitter. Okay. I'm going to say about that. Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal, one of the best actors of our time. Okay. I, all right. I'm, I'm going to withhold my comments. <laughs> uh, okay. Back to the football game. This is, yes, a, thank you. this is not a great matchup for A&M. I mean, Uh-oh. It, uh, UAB rushes the passer extremely well. And Kellen Mond takes a shitload of sacks. Uh, not, it's probably partly Kellen's fault, but it uh, doesn't play behind a line that's uh, all that great at pass protection. So um, look for that. That's going to be an interesting uh, – see how the uh, uh, offensive coaching staff uh, game plans around that. I think it kind of goes back to what we were talking about against Clemson is you got to be creative in getting the ball out to guys in space and then setting up maybe some screen opportunities for Travion uh, just to uh, keep them honest a little bit, but their defense has some gamers on it. Um, I think it's going to be a low scoring game, which 
to me, I saw that the line now is actually at 17. So I've really been moving uh, the market. <laughs> I, I cannot in good, good conscience recommend, we're not going to get at best bets yet, but I can't recommend anybody with A&M to lay 17 points in a game like this. It just, uh, I don't know. I'll, I'll be happy if I'm wrong, but I don't, I would be uh, very hesitant to uh, put that kind of faith in this team right now. Which is 100% fair. 19 to 2. You heard it yes. here first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's, let's get into best bets. I think uh, it feels like the time. Are you ready for it? Hit it. Let's do it. Best best. Every time best we take bets. a week off, I have to scramble and I don't know exactly uh, what's going <laughs> on how I did. Um, so bear with me, listeners. If someone wants so, to check the tape from our last episode, I'd be I most believe ready. eight and no since for the last two weeks. Mm, eight mil skis. We parlayed it into 48 mil skis. <laughs> um, oh man, nice bankroll. Gonna have a uh, couple buildings on campus named after uh, we've never been clipped. So, uh, we've got an interesting lineup of games this weekend, folks. Uh, we've got a lot of big road favorites, a lot of ranked teams going on the road. Uh, it's the week before rivalry week. So, uh, the SEC is going through their usual slate of uh, dog shit non conference games. So, we've got the likes of UMass going to Georgia. Georgia's a 41 point favorite. Alabama hosts the Citadel. Line not posted yet. That'll so, be a good one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it'll be a dandy. So um, where we're going to be looking is uh, Cincinnati versus South Florida. Cincinnati is, or excuse me, Cincinnati Central versus Central Florida in Orlando. Uh, Central Florida is a seven and a half point favorite. Cincinnati quietly been a uh, very good team this year. Nine and one, five and one in conference. Got a whole lot to play for. Uh, I think this is a uh, we got a very live dog, as they say in the sports books. And so we're taking the Cincinnati Bearcats, Tommy Tuberville's old team in Orlando against the media darling Central Florida Golden Knights. <laughs> What was the line on that game? Uh, it is Cincinnati plus seven and a half. Seven and a half. Wow. Mm-hmm. Next up, Iowa State at Texas. Daryl K. Royal. I believe this game's on the Longhorn Network. Mm, call your cable provider. Yeah. It's been uh, an extremely successful business venture for all involved. Uh, Iowa State ranked 16, Texas ranked 15. How's – go ahead. I'm sorry. No, let's hear it. No, I mean, I, I don't understand. I guess that the Oklahoma win is driving all this, but yeah, to be ranked 15th, I, I know I have bias against them, but it seems ridiculous. Well, it's a really weird year because there's like two very good teams and then two good teams – and then, and then kind of just like a bunch of teams that could be interchanged from like six through 20. That's fair. Um, so anyway, I, 
I got to, we're taking another dog boys. We're taking the cyclones in Austin. Uh, Iowa state is a fun story this year. If you're looking, you know, a and M it's kind of been a rebuilding year. It's been some frustrating games. If you're kind of looking for maybe an outside team to get into the big 12 championship game, Iowa state, they're just kind of our good bull hunting. Uh, they're our darling in the Big 12, the league we left. And uh, love Matt Campbell as the coach. Um, so you can find some uh, some spreads at three. You can find Iowa State plus three. But most places, I think you'll see it, Iowa State plus two and a half. No matter, Iowa State's going to win the game outright. Ooh, that would make me happy. Yeah. Uh, I like it, but uh... – Got to remember the game's in Austin. Oh, oh. That's going to be a live crowd. Oh, we uh, They're going to be clinking their wine glasses. We need more <laughs> more days where A&M wins and Texas loses. Those are the good, good times. Absolutely. Okay. Next up, we're going back 11 a.m. up to the great white North America side, Northwestern at Minnesota, it's going to be about 25 degrees, Big Ten football, icy cold. Northwestern has, uh, I believe they've sealed up the West, which is shocking, <laughs> um, the Big Ten West. So uh, not a lot to play for. Minnesota, P.J. Fleck trying to uh, get the Gophers bowl eligible. Right now the game's a pick em. We're taking the Minnesota Golden Gophers at home. And finally, folks, I always pick the A&M game. I think I tipped my hand earlier in the show. Got to go UAB. And so we either cash a Milski check or A&M blows out the Blazers. In my opinion, that's a uh, win-win situation all around. So those are your best bets. Either way, there's going to be a party on the tank. Yeah. The Jay, do you want to take us out with the weather? We feels like Minnesota here to me at the moment. No, I, I actually live for this cold weather. I can finally wear hoodies and sweatpants and not have weird looks or You're like an on. aspirant Chicagoan. Yeah, I'm actually just a I hate everything that makes me sweat. So I'm I'm a big fan of cold weather in that in that regard. Mm-hmm. Uh, Does but, that include salt and pepper? All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I appreciate the reference, but I'm, I'm trying to do the weather, and I, I'm not trying to dance right now. Uh, anyways. <laughs> Didn't make any cold. sense, but go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that. No, I meant my comment. It's, oh, it's yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyways, uh, Saturday, uh, College Station. It's cold right now. It's 34, but on Saturday, it's going to be 70 and partly cloudy. So, Ooh, hot chocolate prices brief, might come down to $8. Yeah, this brief, uh, this brief, wonderful moment of cold is leaving us. We're going to be stuck with just eh weather. It's eh. 70 degrees. It's too cold to swim and, and too hot to, to wear hoodies. So it's, it's not great. Not a fan. Of it. <laughs> uh, everyone hates seventy degrees and sunny. Well, I'm, I I can, I can find the negative in any situation. Trust me on that. 
I suspect next week we'll be talking about Thanksgiving in, in some way. Uh, so, so look forward to that. Look forward to playing We've Never Been Clicked at your Thanksgiving feast for all of your relatives to enjoy. And uh, I think until then, uh, if we beat UAB, we will be able to talk ourselves into an LSU win. Uh, have a Naturally. Good yeah, for sure. We've got it. Peace, peace, uh, peace to you. Auf Wiedersehen. It's raining Jimbo's. Brain and Jimbo's. Brain and Jimbo's. Yo, beat or miss, please. It's raining Jimbo's. Rain.